Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Love About Town, the podcast where two brown nerds discuss dating, sex, and relationships in an attempt to become better people. Uh, as always, you have me, your host, Kenise Mobley, and your boy, Rohan, everybody. Thanks so much for listening this week. We have a wonderful guest, cartoonist Emily Flake. We had such a wonderful conversation. This week, we talk about shopping at Ikea, the embarrassing places we've lived while dating, and trying to raise a kid in New York. It's a fantastic time. So please welcome Emily Flake. This is exactly it. This is a courtesy thing. This is like, <laughs> I'm here. I'm your boyfriend. I am here to help you. Put me to work. Way possible yeah. Because I'm your boyfriend. She's like, no, I'm good. I can do this. Like, you know, I don't need your help. And so it turns out she doesn't. She, oh. she made a bookcase already. It looks great. She okay. was like, just come and hold this. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, are you sure you should be doing this? And she's like, you're a, you're a little backseat. You're a little backseat <laughs> furniture maker, aren't you? And I was like, oh, I'm helping you and you're fucking shit talking me. <laughs> Call me a backseat furniture maker. Well, were you I being was, a backseat furniture maker? Were you? I was like, well, we were trying to get this. You know how like you make a desk, right? Yeah. And right. then you have like the top like thing you got to put on. And then you got like every screw in and the last two screws, like you got to like move it around and jostle it around because the last two screws don't go in. And I was just trying to help out. She's like, I've done this before. You were being a backseat. I'm like, bro, come on. I, to help. I do legitimately enjoy putting together IKEA furniture because it makes me feel almost like I have a skill. Totally. <laughs> yeah, like I'm like, look what I have built. I'm yeah. like, you didn't really build anything. You followed instructions. Totally. But you did like, it well. And yeah. You have furniture now. So exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, I don't like being robbed of that sense of accomplishment sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, but yeah, that said, sometimes you just need an extra pair of pants to like keep the thing in place while you put the other thing on the other that's, thing. That's what I am to her. That's like, all I am to my girlfriend. You're a, a fucking clamp. extra set of hands. You're a clamp and that's uh, it. If there yeah. were two like cartoon people in the Ikea instructions, I feel like it's okay to ask for help. That's true. <laughs> oh, I, I completely agree with you, Emily. Like the idea of like p- like putting together furniture from Ikea or Target or whatever that has instruction is like so satisfying. The hardest yeah. part is starting because mm-hmm. you're just like, oh my God, it's so heavy. The, yeah. Like, stupid box. Then there's all this stupid wrapping. Oh, my apartment's a fucking mess now. I'm opening this. And then you just like, oh, I got to read these instructions. I don't understand. But then as soon as like it, everything locks in and oh, then you so like- great. It's so, so great. And yeah. you feel so good about yourself when you're done. And you're like, why didn't I buy more furniture earlier? I almost murdered a woman at the Ikea in Paramus, New Jersey. Oh, yeah. I bought, I don't even know what the item was anymore. But like I had borrowed a friend's car. I drove out there and I leaned the item against like, it was like a two level parking garage. And I leaned it against like the sort of like mezzanine or whatever. And the packaging broke and all these Ikea bits crashed oh, no. to the second and there was a lady down there looking up like what the fuck i'm like i am Ugh. so sorry 
like of all the horrible things to go to jail for, oh. I think <laughs> manslaughter, manslaughter yeah. at an Ikea is like way low on my list yeah. of things. Yeah, Could you imagine that a lot of people feel like committing manslaughter in Ikea, though? So totally. It's, Absolutely. It's unsurprising. Yeah. No, I'd go to jail for Ikea murder. <laughs> yeah. But Ikea manslaughter is just, ugh. Right. No, right, right, exactly. Right. Accidentally killing somebody at Ikea? No, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. If you're going to you die there. It. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to die at Ikea, you should deserve to die. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. And I think we've all also deserved to diet in ikea yeah absolutely yeah. i've gone too slow through the model houses like where they have like a room set up and you're like i just like i just want to see what it feels like to live here and people are like yeah. keep it moving there's uh, a flow you got to go from this point to this point it's going to take you all day you got to do it so i don't know how you two felt about ikea when you were younger but i would go like when my parents went shopping at ikea i'd go with them and like being like 10 years old i'd be like man when i'm an adult i'm gonna just drop 10k and get a room like and just get the ikea room you know like, like it up, looks so nice like it'd be so cool and then like now i'm thinking back on that thought and like just like laughing at the idea of having like an extra 10k lying around right to have like my own yeah. place to spend like, at ikea yeah exactly to spend it, i mean I fucking, yeah <laughs> i've been looking at places because places are really cheap now yeah. rohan you can mm -hmm. afford a place uh yeah, just so you know you can afford a place by yourself <sighs> And in the savings, you can buy Ikea furniture. Yes, yeah. exactly. Emily, are you based in New York? I am. Oh, okay. Um, we're... In Brooklyn, in Windsor um, Terrace. Oh, you're, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. So we're close-ish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I right, should so... also say that I'm super old. So when I was a oh. kid, like, mm -hmm. I don't know if there were Ikeas, but there certainly weren't, like, local or American Ikeas. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we had to go to the, the cave next door and have that oh, no. caveman Listen, build us we, furniture. We went to the cave next door as well. They, I distinctly remember this. I don't know why I have this particular memory in my in my system, but like we went to go buy this couch and it's like in our family, it is like this. We don't have it anymore because my parents got rid of it when they moved. But it's like this historic couch. Like it's just it's all denim and it was like a, a all denim couch. It was huge. And it was just like whenever we get home, me and my brother would just like jump on this couch. It was so durable. It was so comfortable. I slept on it like a million times. It was the perfect couch. A and I remember going to buy with denim couch. Dude, it, yes. And I know it's a <laughs> denim couch. It looks like and it's like 84 inches wide. It's like a huge couch. Does it have it, pockets or rivets? Yeah. No. <laughs> I was like, I'm imagining a very Okay, not everyone's going to be able to get on this train with me, but I'm imagining mm -hmm. the picture of Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake in matching jean, all jean, yes. head to toe outfits. I'm imagining that as a couch. And I'm like, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. It's, it a, was, it's a bold choice. Yeah. It was, <laughs> I, it, and, and we had it for years because my parents, they were like, we, after like, like maybe like three years, they're like, we hate this couch. And me, and not just my brother, but like people that would come over would be like, no, this couch rules. It's great. Like you can't get rid of this. It's so it's like so comfortable, whatever. Anyway, I remember going to buy it. And the guy who it was me and my brother and the guy who sold us the couch, my brother and I were like kind of just like arguing, like wrestling. And he's like, you're the older one. Right. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, man, just enjoy this now, because in a few years, your brother is going to be taller than you and be able to kick your ass. And I was like, what? No, that's not true. Wow. And then. Lo and behold, this furniture guy was fucking right. And my brother did get taller than me and is much stronger than me and can definitely kick He's my He's stronger ass. than you? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a strong guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I don't know what that had to do with anything, but it was just a 
it just just has proved that I also went to other furniture stores <laughs> and I got life advice at those stores. Wow. That I'm keeping for the rest of my life. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> that end up bearing true. <laughs> Wait, Emily, you're you're not that much old. Like I when I grew up there weren't IKEAs where I lived. And I remember getting to go to one for the first time and being just like in awe. Like it was a day, like we decided as a family we're gonna go spend this day and walk around. And if I get my own place now, hell yeah, I'm going to Ikea. I'm getting dish sets for days. Those Mm -hmm. very sturdy glasses that don't seem like they break. I need them. Their um their enameled cast iron is weirdly good and affordable. I'm getting um, it. Yeah. That sounds very <laughs> that sounds good. Enameled cast iron. Just Fuck like seven Lakers layers say. of protection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sounds so good. Yeah. Yeah, like you say, I saw an Instagram ad for them and I was it made me kind of mad because they were like six hundred dollars off. And I'm like, if you're able to give six hundred dollars off of yeah. an item. This mm-hmm. item costs too much just to be cookware. What's exactly. Lock say? It it's um it is a cookware brand. It's okay. basically, you, I think it's a, you're you're only legally allowed to get it at a wet like as a wedding present. <laughs> um, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those you put on your registry because it's really expensive. Exactly. Yeah. Right. yeah, and it is it is very nice and it is very durable. But like you know, it's fucking cast iron. Of course, it's durable. Are you Emily? Are you married? I am married. Okay. Now I have a question about wedding registries because okay. <laughs> I am now, a, I'm fully against the idea of a wedding registry. I want cash. I want like cash. Just give me money. Give us money straight up check. However you want to pay it. Right. Just give us money. Now yeah, if I had a I wedding registry. Fair. What I would do is I would put expensive shit like that on there because it's mm-hmm. like, Oh, everything here is, you know, Oh, $300 or more. I'll just give them $150 cash at the wedding. That's what right. That's the only thing I yeah. wanted. Yeah. You gotta put, and I'm just thinking about the strategy now. Is that if I ever get married, I'm putting expensive no. shit on the registry. I mean, we didn't have a wedding registry um, because we had a very like cheap and low key wedding. Like yeah. we got married in my friend's backyard in Greenpoint. Like I oh, honestly didn't even really want to invite my parents, um, yes. but it seemed like like a bad move not to. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine they'd be upset. I don't know your yeah. friends personally, but <laughs> yeah. I feel like they get mad when you do that. They would, they would take that as a slight. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we basically threw a house party and, you know, we, we didn't even, like people brought presents. We were like, oh, presents. I forgot presents were a thing <laughs> that no. can happen at a wedding. We did, I did make a registry when I had a baby because I was like, people will buy you things and I feel like if there's any ever a chance for me to like just straight up ask my friends for presents <laughs> yeah. this is it yeah um, yeah but yeah I have never liked the idea of like spending a lot of money yeah. on something like a wedding or a party or couldn't agree more anything like that so. you and Rohan are in such yeah, agreement agree I am the odd well, woman out if I ever get married <laughs> it's gonna be expensive as hell I want presents from everybody yeah this is my want I want it you want the the the, the ice sculpture swan well I mean a little bit like not not ice sculpture swan but like to me just because it melts I like things that last but I will have a nice dress it will nice. be in a large hall there will be a mm. DJ there will be gifts. There will be ceremonial things. There will be food options forever. It'll be over the top. I'm not getting married anytime soon, but just know you're Denise all invited. Denise to throw a party. That's the thing. And I love Denise to throw a party. And yeah. this is like my chance to throw a hella expensive party. 
uh, where everyone has to do what I say. So I want you know it'd be really fun, yeah. honestly. Like truly, like I'm not even. This would be like the perfect wedding. Is that whatever you get married in the park, like like you did, or like in someone's backyard, and it's just mm-hmm. like your family, and then you just like rent out the bell house and you just have like a dance party. Yeah. Like, there's no press. There's like no speeches. It's like imagine if you're going to the club. Mm-hmm. It's just that. It's just yeah. that experience, and then it's just your friends and family. And if I there's think a that's DJ, an excellent that would be fun. idea. Yeah. Everyone that, would have to dress how I say. Right. <laughs> there's a theme and you it's all like have to party, dress how I say. But coordinated. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Kenise yeah, um, just loves a party. I do. I love a party. Mm-hmm. No, a party is great. I have a, a good friend of mine. She, when she turned 40, she's like, you know, I am not getting married. Mm-hmm. I'm not having kids. I'm going to rent out the Montauk Club and throw myself Sick. a baller 40th yeah. birthday party. And it was amazing right have either of you ever been inside the montauk Club? no i don't even know where it is what is it so it's in park slope it's on eighth avenue like kind of close to flatbush but like it's this beautiful old mansion and it's like an old school like gentleman's club like not gentleman's club in the stripper sense but like it's like but it's very shabby because it's it's utterly unhip at all like it's not like a cool thing to do but it's like it's beautiful i mean it's like one of those gorgeous old park slope giant ass mansions Mm -hmm. like everything is slightly falling apart which is like that's my aesthetic in a nutshell i like old nice (laughs) shit that hasn't been taken care of oh yeah i like senile old shit yeah Um, yeah yeah. but yeah early early 20th century shit that like has like a lot of wood paneling yes did you ever see the first half of melancholia (laughs) <laughs> Did you go to the first half, not the second half? I was never able to bring myself to watch that movie because the bummer is right there in the title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a true it's bummer. A bummer. It's a great movie, it's, but it's, it's a great it, movie. But it's yeah. it's Lars von Trier's only movie worth watching. I hate that director so much. I think he's a garbage human being, <laughs> and that we shouldn't give him our money. So if you can watch Melancholia, watch it on a streaming service where he doesn't get an additional dime right. for you watching it. That's important. Okay. I disagree. I kind of like. Legitimately, the only Lars von Trier like film I have watched is a GIF of the fox saying "Chaos reigns." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that to myself Honestly. all the time, but that movie it, it made me mad. Yeah. And I wanted to punch him in the face, but I. but i'm picturing like the thing that you like is like the first half is a wedding and it's like in a place that you're describing it's like a mansion kind of like secluded in like this big wood and it's clearly like old moneyed place that's like falling apart but also charming because it's old and shit and so Mm -hmm. yeah 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 that does rock that is my vibe except not in the woods i don't care much for the woods. yeah 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 i appreciate that i appreciate that yeah yeah absolutely so you got you had a you had a, a very low-key chill wedding yeah it was a it was like a backyard in greenpoint so it wasn't even like a large backyard yeah Uh, that's wonderful and i have a good friend who is a chef and basically she's like you buy the food and i will cook the food and i'm like that's a fantastic idea what a deal i gotta get i got before i ever get married which is if i ever do i have to make friends with a chef this is my new yeah yeah you had a day how was your date yesterday dude uh don't worry about that Oh. <laughs> oh, it went good then. So, is it good. when you go on a date now? Is this like an in-person date or are you Zoom dating? I ate at a restaurant. It was thirty-two degrees outside. We <laughs> ate outside. <laughs> he gave me like warmers, uh, like hand warmers. Oh, that's <laughs> sweet though, right? Yeah. And he gave me feet warmers, so I put some in my shoes and I held them in my pockets, uh, and we drank hot water and hot drinks. 
and Aww. it wasn't it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Was was it a good date? It was a good date, wasn't it? Yeah. Where did you, where did you, where did you go? Uh, we walked around uh, the restaurant place. There was a bookstore that was open, and like no one was inside, so it felt a bit safe. I mean, the oh, like the person who worked at the bookstore was there, but like it was just like, <laughs> yeah. like a very large. Yeah, room. yeah, yeah. No, yeah. they just leave the books there. Yeah. They trust that you'll leave the money on the register. Right. Um, so we like walked around in a bookstore for a couple minutes, just so that also our toes. We were both like, um, does it feel like your toes are gonna break off? And it was like, oh yeah, me too. Okay, so we we'll walk around in here for a couple minutes, um, and it was yeah, it was. It's, it's, it's cute. Did you? Did he invite you back to his place? Uh, we don't have to get into that. <laughs> yeah, we do. Oh, oh, oh he did. How, and then you went. How do you first kiss in a pandemic? Like how? A lot of negotiation. Oh, <laughs> that's listen. Not negotiation, but like, are we? What is safety? Okay. I don't know if you know this, but the city MD has a plate. They have a. They have. You get tested, and then they have a separate section for if it's your first day, you can kiss here. Oh. That's the separate section of City and Yeah. So that's the idea. We wait in line for our COVID tests. We get our COVID test. Boom, boom. I haven't been single since 2004. So, like, we didn't even negotiate consent. You didn't even date then. in the Obama so administration. Like, <laughs> nope. You've been, so, you've been dating your husband for, for you've, been, you've been together for more than 16 years. Yep. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Where yeah. did you guys meet? We met. It's so boring. We no, met at work. Uh, oh, it worked. Yeah, that's so, so classic. I, used, I yeah, love it, it. That's great. It truly, truly is. Yeah, I used to work at a record distributor called Caroline, mm-hmm. um, and basically, I started working there in January two thousand four, like short. No, April two thousand four, shortly after I moved here, and then he sat next to me, and we were dating by May of that's that so year, cute. and <laughs> we have been together ever since. Oh, that's so nice. I'm that lazy. I'm like you. You'll right do. <laughs> yeah. No, that's nice. Did you tell him that you'll do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty much the entirety of our first date. Was just, <laughs> you'll do. Ugh, all right. <laughs> the first time we got together, so this is a. I feel like this is a very 2004 story. No, um, I love it. So a band called we the talked Fall. about the Iraq War. Okay. We talked, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall. Okay. I, yeah. I, that band sounds vaguely familiar to me. The Fall came and played our offices because that was a thing that happened I guess uh-huh. yeah. um, so they came and played our offices and then everybody like went out and got drunk afterwards sure. and then somehow we ended up at the bar around the corner from like the disgusting apartment that I lived in yes. and then I brought him home to my disgusting apartment and somehow he didn't judge me right then and there as not a person to be around ever <laughs> um, <laughs> And yeah, that's kind of been, that's kind of been the deal ever since. But like, yeah, the fact that he didn't walk into where I was living, it was just like, <laughs> no. No, are you kidding me? This is, this is so funny because women and men think this is, women and men think oppositely about what? it. What? You, can you believe it? Oh my God. It's what? like men are from Mars and women are from Venus. <laughs> it's just so funny how many tweets and like observations I hear from women and being like, Man, when I think about all the men I slept with in my twenties that didn't have bed sheets, I cringe and you know, like that kind of shit. And like I've been in so many like shitty apartments and just been like, Well, I can't believe I'm gonna have sex. This blocks like yeah. excited. <laughs> in my head. You know, these are all like the voices in my head. Like, right. Not only did I not have bed sheets, I think that it's possible that when I brought my husband home for the first time, I didn't have a bed. Like I might have been 
sleeping on like a rapidly deflating air mattress at the time. <laughs> oh, I did that for several years or several. I did that for like a year and a half in Los Angeles and people went out with me and honestly a bit surprised. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I moved here from Chicago. I lived in Chicago for four years mm -hmm. and my last few months in Chicago, I had what I called TV boyfriend, um, which yes. was on my mattress which did not have sheets on it i had an old wood paneled television set that i laid sideways so that <laughs> i could watch it lying down yeah, and that awesome that was tv boyfriend and i'm pretty sure i brought somebody home and tv boyfriend was in the bed i'm like this is tv boyfriend don't pay any attention yeah. to him okay <laughs> how i mean okay i'm imagining that this tv is large enough to be stable so it's not just going to fall over if you're moving yeah. around in the bed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Did, did you ever bump into it? Did, like, was that? I don't recall having ever injured myself on TV Boyfriend. He okay. wasn't very big. I mean, it was like a, one of those like portable sets with the handle ah, in the yes. top. Um, so it was stable because it was kind of small, but very bulky. Okay. Okay. Uh, and yeah, I knew that, so like, it was like two reruns of Buffy and then Entertainment Tonight. And if I was still awake by the time this old house came on, I was gonna have a bad night. <laughs> <laughs> that I, love, I love that. And I love yeah. that, like, did you live by yourself or did you live with other people? With no, other people I had a saw? roommate. I like, like, and my room, I'm a very, dis very dirty person. I'm, I'm not dirty, but I am a slob. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I just had this like just shit show of a room that I just kept the door closed as best as I could. But nice. yeah, I had roommates who were generally more stable people who were just like, Emily, <laughs> like, yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm like this. <laughs> that is incredible. I love yeah. that. It's so funny, just, <laughs> it's just so funny. Like, I think about that too, just how many, like my apartment was messy or like my room was unclean or like whatever, the sheets were old or something. And I just like, you, when in the moment you're, you're like not thinking about it as much and then just, you just reflect on it later and you're just like, how did I have the confidence to bring people <laughs> home yeah. in this environment? Yeah. <laughs> Why yeah. did you keep with me? But also like, I think only like, there's been one time where I hooked up with a woman and I got back to her place and I was just like, boy, this place is messy. But I didn't even think about that being like a deterrent for us hooking up. I yeah, was right. like, still no, definitely doing I, this. Exactly. I was just like, Still that question. Yeah. 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 Oh, I, I want to go back to something um, because we don't often have people who are married on the show. It's a lot sure. of people who are still dating. Maybe they have a significant other, but not married and certainly not with kids. What was something about your now husband that let you know, oh, I think I could spend the rest of my life with this person? Um, he, what's the best way to put this? Um, he was the first stable person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Um, and I had this thing throughout my like teen and years and early twenties where, and this is hilarious considering I'm the one with a TV boyfriend. <laughs> I was like, I bet I can fix you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he was the first like person that I was in a serious relationship with. I feel like 
where I, I, he didn't need me to fix him. In fact, he was just like, oh, you are a mess. I'm like, I am a mess. <laughs> <laughs> fix me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, maybe you could help me out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. um, so um, he also, and you know, not to sound super sentimental about it, he had like, he knows exactly who he is and makes no apologies for like who he is as a person. I'm like, that's an interesting take on how to be. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know what that's like. Um, I still don't know what that's like, but, um, sure. but yeah, I'm like, so it really felt like, Oh, let's see how, let's see how this is. Um, and yeah. And he, he puts up with me. Um, <laughs> and and here we are that you, i didn't know yeah. you had children that's that's one how old are your kids i just have the one she's eight. Oh, oh she's eight. Oh, okay yeah. gotcha oh my yeah. god and she... i have met your kid at a vision boarding thing and yes. i was terrified that i was going to say something wildly child inappropriate i felt so bad i was like oh no okay oh don't make that okay let's, no, no, <laughs> i was no, like no, i'm gonna traumatize this child let's no. back up for a second and you brought your eight year what is a vision boarding thing Oh, so I've had vision boarding things. Kate Willett had a vision boarding thing. Yeah. Where like I I brought over like magazines. Like everybody brought over like magazines. Uh-huh. Um big construction paper, yeah. uh glue sticks, scissors, and you cut out things. It could be words or images and you assemble them along with some sort of intention. So like sometimes it's just kind of loose collaging. Okay. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it is like this is what I want for myself in the coming year. It can be as specific or as general. Now this as is what want. what I thought it was was it was like a séance and you were you were communicating to like what? afterlife. <laughs> That's it was witch like, boarding. That's, that's very witch different. Boarding. Okay. Different. Yeah. Different. For whatever reason yeah. I had like a Ouija board in mind when when you said vision. No. Board. <laughs> If you bring a kid to one of those, it's because you're going to sacrifice them. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. True, true, See, true, now true. this makes so much. Now, like, that's why I was like, you brought your kid to that. And I was like, that's interesting. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. Like, you want them to learn that it's possible to talk to the dead when they're. Yeah. I was like, all right. But now this makes more sense. It's like, put out your <laughs> the way you want to see your future. It's like, yeah, that, that's perfect yeah. for an eight year old. I think I was like, the yeah. half assed fruits of my. Um, vision board or behind like are behind that other thing i tacked up on it's a red square behind me yeah um but no and tug had a really good time with that actually and first of all like i mean she has me as a mother so appropriateness is already yeah yeah, uh, yeah. you know that ship has sailed um but she still remembers that and that was like three years ago but she's mm-hmm. like oh right we went to that ladies party and blah, blah, blah. and like she remembers like every detail whoa she has a, that's cool she has a Dude, eight-year-old good memory I mean, as wh- Emily, where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up near Hartford, Connecticut. Oh, in Connecticut. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I also I grew up in those like in the suburbs as well, mm-hmm. in Jersey. Right. And like meeting kids from New York, they're they're adults by the time they're ten. They're yeah. like a twenty-three year old in the ten-year-old's body. So they're like mm-hmm. smart and they're like thoughtful. <laughs> they like yeah. say things that you would never expect. You're like, what? Where yeah. did you hear that? It's just because yeah. they're exposed to so many different things. Oh God, it's, my, my sister's like, she's so smart. I'm like, not really. It's just, <laughs> 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 just, just she grew up in Brooklyn. Yeah, <laughs> she just grew up, yeah, exactly. She grew up in Brooklyn and she just heard it because no one cares how old you are. They'll just talk to you as if you're an adult, no matter how old you are. 
Totally. <laughs> because uh, it's like, oh, you live here too? Great. We're all surviving. We're all right. surviving. We're going to get through this together. <laughs> I also like, you know, I kind of fast-tracked her on TV because I don't like children's television. So yeah. I'm like, um, like, it's been kind of good during the pandemic because like she got super into The Good Place and Blackish, nice. and now we're watching Shit's Creek together. And Aww. it's like... You know, um, and it's like, it's nice because she gets these shows. Yeah. Um, so it's fun to like watch them with her. Um, yeah. and it's, it's better than the inappropriate television I was raised on. So I feel like <laughs> Wait, what was okay the television it. that you were raised on? Oh, God. I mean, like, just network crap. 80s TV was not particularly mm-hmm. good. But also, like, my parents took me to see Poltergeist in the theater um, when it came out which was when I was like five. Yeah, people um, shouldn't do that. that. Yeah. Didn't like a little girl get taken in that Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> by, her, by her television, which right. makes my television boyfriend thing have a whole yeah. other creepy <laughs> yeah. attention. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would read that story. It seems like a good short story at the very least. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I got to do something with this. Yeah. 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 Oh. yeah. I now the TV that we grew up in up with is not not as like uh uh yeah not as good at at relaying emotions about relationships and life than no. I bet TV is now. Yeah. But, uh, but I don't know. <laughs> we ended up fine. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm fine, but like it's weird to me how like how do I put this? How evolved some things are now compared to Mm -hmm. how they were in the 80s and how that's just like taken as a given to like Mm -hmm. young people so I am very curious like even like relational stuff and like I'm right now working with a company on like it's we're pitching a tv show about like empowering young women and I'm like damn they're gonna be like so much further along than we are what are some things that you see in your daughter where you're like I wish I would have known that when I was eight like I wish that I had had access to that sort of thing when I was eight oh totally I I mean there's so much because like I mean first of all even just little things like she got glasses recently and she's super into the fact that she has glasses yeah and I got glasses when I was a little younger than her I was like I'm a monster (laughs) dude same I had glasses when I was six and I was self-conscious about them until I was like 21 yeah yeah Truly yeah. crazy, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you know, she just she has so much more of a grip of like, you know, what the world is and how many people, like how many different kinds of people are in it. Um, and she's like, she just has a better sense of of everything, you know. And I think part of that is growing up here, and part of that is just growing up with like she sees more representation on television than yeah, I did, sure. and I think that's a big deal. Um, and yeah, she's just, I don't know. She's got it way more together also than, than I did at her age. Also, frankly, she has better parents. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah. I think too, like we didn't have access to information. We Mm -hmm. all lived in like a little bubble, whether that was like a geographical bubble or it was like an intellectual bubble or it was like an entertainment bubble because we only had access. We didn't have access to the internet. Like the yeah. world wasn't at our fingertips too. And exactly. I think that like we like 
you know, when Napster came out, that was like a huge deal for all of us. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was like, I could download, I don't have to wait till it comes on on the radio. Do you know like that kind of shit? All so I have like, to do is plug my phone into this and let it download a song overnight. And then I get that song for free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Our, like we weren't able to absorb and learn lessons quick enough and shit. So it's just like yeah. all this stuff yeah. comes to us and then we're absorbing it in our I don't know we're just absorbing it differently I suppose I'm not sure yeah I don't know where I was going yeah. with that but like <laughs> we truly grew up in like certain bubbles and then those bubbles are burst and then mm-hmm. we all react to the bursting of the bubble in a different way I think yeah 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 uh, older people uh, have lost their minds I like sure I, and when I say older people I mean people who are 60 plus mm-hmm. are like what the fuck is the world now <laughs> and yeah they just yeah. Like, are still trying like Oh no! Oh, this isn't what we. Oh no! This is bad. <laughs> and yeah. I, I think I think that there is just like a general like I think men and women react this way where it's just like oh it's not the way that it used to be and that really scares me and mm-hmm. if anything threatens like the way that I perceive the world for however many years I've been alive that is like bad and a lot of people still react that way whether how depending on how old they are and it's fucking mm-hmm. weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I well, don't pe- understand it. You know, people, uh, I feel like this world doesn't have as many opportunities for kids to get set in certain ways, which I think is a yeah. good thing, you know, like, because it's like, it's stuff that threatens how you understand the world mm. that yeah. I think is frightening to people. And I think the more that kids are exposed to in terms of like everything, the more it's just like, they just build that into their understanding of the world. So none of it seems threatening like that's yeah. great yeah um so no so i think it's i think it's good yeah the only thing that i worry about and like this is just like a thing that i i mean i think about this for me too is that like the the bubble of information that i have like i wonder mm-hmm. if i'm like getting all the information i need to be getting or if like whatever social media or like digital content that i consume the algorithm has created a bubble for me to like never escape that and so i wonder what that's like for a child where it's just like they don't even know that this exists or they're not aware of this the existence Mm -hmm. of this and like how do they expose themselves to like new ideas whether those ideas are good or bad it's just like how do they know what they're getting is like good information oh yeah yeah right like yeah. i don't know i just i that's just something that like, i think I, about i mean me. are there i i don't know if there are classes on media literacy but also like i don't i've i've and it's silly because i'm an adult person but i've like never thought about how algorithms interact with children and how like right that oh, can yeah. be dangerous mm-hmm. to just like give a kid whatever it wants i yeah what yeah oh, no yeah 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 it's i mean we're not at the point yet where she, you know, she's not on social media. She plays Roblox, which is a whole other ball of wax. What yeah. is um, Yeah, what is that? So it's basically like a platform with a bunch of different games on it, but it's like multiplayer things mm-hmm. where you can, you know, you have an avatar and you can do all this other stuff. And what she does is she gets on and then she FaceTimes with friends of hers. So oh, cool. it, it's an, it's, it's interaction. It's so it's like, I am way more lenient about it than I would be if we weren't in a pandemic and she right. was like seeing her friends on a much more regular basis. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, a, it has functions kind of as a stopgap for, you know, she's got to have some kind of social interaction. Right. Um, and, but yeah, I don't understand it, but also we have talked, I'm like, you know, don't like, 
don't talk to people you don't know on here, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Like she wants to start a YouTube channel. Um, and Whoa. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm like, well, first of all, I'm not letting you do anything where like people know who you are or can comment yeah. or, you know, like, yeah, and also I just don't want to introduce her yet to that serotonin hit of like likes or yeah. you know, oh, and yeah. it's oh, like oh ugh. yeah. Yeah. Um but you know at some point she's gonna want to be on social whatever social yeah. media is cool when she's 13 or whatever. <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. and that's I mean that is terrifying, you know, because <laughs> like I don't know how to navigate that shit at all. You know, no. like um and you know, we've been like lucky so far in terms of like, you know, her school doesn't really seem to have like a particular culture of like bullying or anything like that. You know, That's there's nice. not, she doesn't talk about like cliques of mean girls or anything like that. I don't know, maybe she's the mean girl. But, <laughs> yeah. That's great. Uh, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she doesn't see the heap because she's at the top. Yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. She's but, the one giving out noogies. She's exactly. the one. Yeah. She doesn't know she, about she, online bullying. Wait, that's protected. what you think bullying is between women noogies? Right. Bullying between know. women I is cutting. Wish. It's yes. cutting and it ruins yeah. your self-esteem for years. It's, it's cutting your heart out and yes. making you eat it in front of the whole class. <laughs> yes. You're right. Like, yeah. I've, I know. I was like, as if a woman would deign to noogie. That is though that yeah. would be the thing. <laughs> Yeah, the bullying men bullying is pointing and laughing at one yeah. another. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Women bullying is making you question your own sense of self, your value in the community, and your looks all at the same time. Yes. And being I like, would a hundred times <laughs> rather have a beatdown. Yes, than, like, please punch me in the face one time. Versus it's so that. funny when I was a kid. That's so funny that you say that because when I was a kid and like women would like complain about other women to me and be like, I hate this person. Like it'd be so funny because they'd just be like chatting and I'd be like, oh wow, I didn't know they were friends. And then they would like come up and be like, I hate that bitch. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Why did this happen? And they're like, you can't believe they did this. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I mean, like, yes. I'm yeah. sorry if that happened. <laughs> Are they talking shit about me? And it's it's so weird with a kid because it's like, you know, it brings up so many of your own issues. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like when she was three and she went to daycare and she had these two tight buddies who then sort of formed a nucleus and kind of cut her out. Oh. And then like at confession, she asked the priest to like pray to make her two friends be nice to her again. I was oh. like, oh. <gasps> Oh, I'm like, I God. will burn that day to the ground. <laughs> and it's like, you know, they have to go through these like firewalks kind yeah. of on their, it's like, you can yeah. Them, yeah. like hold their hand and talk to them about it, but you can't, you can't like engineer it for them. You know, no, that's you like, oh, that's like, that's just going to be how it is until she's an adult, you know, yeah. like I got to be here for her, but not like interfere. Um, I can't, I, I can't speak for everybody, but certainly like, I don't know if I want to have children, but like, I've, I've, I love children and I think that I would be a good dad. But I think that the thing that I think about too, is that like, we all want to be parents because we want to like avoid the mistakes we think our parents made on us, even mm -hmm. though we love our parents very much. And, and so like one of the, the things that I would love to teach a kid is that like it's okay to fail. And not only is it okay to fail, you're going to fail. Yes. You're not yeah. going to be a success at everything. Mm -hmm. You are absolutely going to fail. And the thing is you got to process it 
and then like move on and move forward from it yeah. and try yes. not to do it again. And yeah. even when you do all of that, you're going to fail. Uh, you're always going to fail. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and if I had known that that was a thing my whole life, like mm-hmm. it's okay, you're going to fail. It's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. There would, I would have been a completely different person. <laughs> I wish, being afraid of it all the time. I wish they had leaned on that, like in art school, you yeah. know, like oh, I wish yeah. they had said like you are going to stare down the barrel of your own incompetence every day (laughs) and you're going to break your heart with how short you fall of what you want to be. (laughs) But that's just a feeling you have to learn to live with. Yeah. And like something that I keep telling my daughter is that like, you know, you know, cause she's like, I want to be a writer and an artist and a comedian. I'm like, yay. (laughs) But you know, she'll draw something and she's like I hate it I hate it I hate it and I'm like you have to hate almost everything you do I'm like yeah. the only the only bad art is the art you don't make just you know totally like, just do it and be okay with the fact that like you know it it's not always gonna feel good and most of the time it's gonna feel shitty and if you can yeah. live with, with that reality then maybe you gotta shut it to <laughs> also <laughs> Like the thing that we don't know is that like, like think about like the first thing you ever made. Like I always think about this in comedy. It's like the first jokes I ever told, they were horrible, but I spent a year on stage telling them like at least a year. I spent two years in some cases. Right. But you did it because you had to do it because like, that was a thing that like caused you to be only now when you look back on it, you were like, Oh, that was, that was bad. And so like Mm -hmm. you learn from your mistakes. You like learn, you like grow, you have like a self-critical eye Mm -hmm. and like, as a kid, you're never going to know that that's the case. You're never no. going to know that whatever your daughter says that she hates mm. is probably like, like she will get better as time goes on yeah, and then she'll actually hate it for the right reason. You can't teach so somebody that. You can't teach them. As a kid, it feels oh. like it's magic and that there's some mm-hmm. people who just do it and it's amazing. And it feels like, wait, if I just do it and it's not amazing, I guess I don't have the magic that these people have. I guess I'm not no. good. And that sucks. I'm 43 years old and I still feel like that. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, right. All the time. <laughs> totally, 100%. Yeah. And like, you just don't, oh man, it's just, you can't, you can't teach anybody that. You can't, you, you can't teach You have to just learn any- it over time and then through successive failures. That's mm-hmm. hard, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just a trial and error. And it's like, yeah, try whatever you want. Like, yeah. Go ahead. But like, also... Just be aware that, you know, people might not like it and that's right. okay. Yeah. And the only, the only thing that matters is what you think is good. And, you know, don't let anybody it, else validate your art except for yourself. Like, you know, that kind of shit. If, if <laughs> at the end like, of your life you've done three or four things that you feel proud of, then you can die happy. Like, oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah. And, and everything for a child, like, I know this is how I felt as a child. It's just a life and debt situation. It's just like, oh God. Yeah. it's just like, if I don't do this right, like I'm going to fail this test. That means I'm not good at school. And if I'm not good at school, that means that, you know, like I'm not going to get a job as an adult. You know, like yeah. That kind of shit. You I would know, always think through that. In middle school, they start, it was, it was a lie, but they mm. were like, yeah, we've heard, I don't know if it's a hard, it's a hard decision sometimes. So then it's just high school grades, colleges. Sometimes they'll look back at your middle school I grades. And was, they lied and said that so that we would yeah. do better in school. It was very frustrating. It's fucking nervous. Bracket. that's harsh they, yeah. they man i i luckily skipped that having that life <laughs> um, yeah 
and yeah, I don't know. I had terrible grades in high school. Um, mm-hmm. but, I also didn't get good grades. Oh God, I was a, I was honestly like a, an awful student. But unlike my older sister, I did not drop out or run away or get pregnant. So I really like <laughs> quite the contrast. Yeah, like like <laughs> it it kind of gave me not exactly like carte blanche, but I was like, well, all I have to do is not do those things. And I think I'm pretty okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just very funny too. I mean, like this is I mean, people have said this too, but it's just like I'm at, like you're supposed to go to college and then figure out like what your life is going to be when you're 21 years old and I can't imagine my 21 year old self like deciding my life now (laughs) you know like decisions you make then are just like okay well you're bound to those forever it's like yeah what I also think that you shouldn't be allowed to take out student loans until you can like explain how compound interest works yeah yes which means I would still not be eligible to take out (laughs) the loans that I'm still paying back (laughs) there shouldn't be student loans to begin with but that's a different that's a different debate but yeah but I agree it's like man making it affordable and then like figuring out what you can afford like all that I'm not just like foisting those decisions on an 18 year old no is I, I think it's, it's I think it's nuts I mean I honestly think that like all kids should take a year between high school and college and like move out of their parents house and just like mm. work and pay rent and like you know kind of get the being out of the house out of their system first yeah um i think that's a good idea um we are super lucky because my husband's a dual citizen between here and canada so um, our daughter like our entire college plan for her is like you are gonna go to canadian (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) concordia if you don't yeah okay Um, i was like yeah that's the only one i know and whenever i meet someone who went to college in canada i'm like mcgill yeah. <laughs> oh, I know uh, another one. Queens College, I think. Where's that? I don't know. Alberta. It's not Alberta. Uh, uh, New Brunswick or some shit. Okay. Like that. I was like, there's sure. a Queens College in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. So I always right. think it's that one. Oh. There's probably one in Queens, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. great. That's a great lie to tell. I, I, Not that I'm like out here telling lies all the time, but if I want to present I'm someone else I'll just say I went to Queens College and they can guess which one it is yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh I went which one did you go to oh I went to the other one I'm so oh my god I'm sorry yeah this is great oh my god yeah what is, is your husband also an artist no he um he runs a record label and he does like label fulfillment orders like oh, for other shit. labels um that's so he was, cool that rocks yeah yeah like um you know where we worked was a distributor and he worked in distribution for years in Canada and he was in a band when he was a younger person, but he's not. Young That's anymore. so cool. That is uh, really like, yeah. So yeah. We, uh, Does your daughter play instruments? No, she's got, my husband got her like a $10 guitar at a stoop sale and yeah. like, Every once in a while, he'll like show her some stuff, and I'm like, "No, teach her how to play guitar." But like, there hasn't been like a concentrated effort to like teach her how to play guitar, right? Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know if she's gonna like, you know, how interested she is in like being a musician at all. And okay. I can't help her at all in terms of music. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. But um, I can teach her how to effectively pack a box and use a tape gun. And I think that's also <laughs> hell yeah. That, yep. Honestly, I use that skill more than I use music skills oh yeah so, yeah, yeah. 100%. i was like i had to pack boxes to ship christmas presents and i mm-hmm. used yep honestly yeah. if you can just show her how to listen to a record or like how to listen to mm-hmm. music 
That's yeah. okay. That's like, that's your, that's your accomplishment. Wait, exactly. Rohan, can you teach me how to, what do you mean? What? No, you just like, you introduce them to the idea of listening to music. Like, oh, this okay. is a playlist. Like, yeah. <laughs> is there a way we're supposed to be doing it? No, 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 no. Right. <laughs> Wait, are we funny? talking like music appreciation course right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, John, my John's dad definitely going to teach my how, first... to, how to play grade vinyl. But... Oh, nice. My <laughs> dad, the first introduction I had to music was my uh dad had this like 50s like you know whatever motown like tape like tape and he would play it in the car all the time and then that was like my first introduction to music and i remember being so excited for that tape when we were in the car like play the tape and it had like johnny good and like whatever you know uh uh that's the one i remember the most it's a splish blast the tequila song you know oh yeah you love that as a kid yeah it was great because it was a cool saxophone part that is a great it is and, and so the, yeah, in, that's what I mean. Like just like oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let, give them a love for music, you know. Okay, it's okay to listen yeah. to music, and then they'll do whatever Tug they is want. Super into the eighties, which is which is interesting. And yeah. she she is obsessed with Bon Jovi. Whoa! <laughs> uh, <laughs> an eight year old today who loves Bon Jovi. And hey, we were talking right. about about Christmas songs. And I was, and I was like, oh, well, you know, my favorite Christmas song is "Fairy Tale of New York" um, by the Pogues. Love it. I cannot listen to that song without just crying hysterically. Yeah. And John's like, you know, Bon Jovi covered that, and I was like, I want to listen to it. And I found myself <laughs> turning to her and saying, John Bon Jovi is a nice man who has taken care of himself and has like a loving wife and family, and he has not earned the right to sing that song. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. See, this is another good thing to think. Like, you know, you got to have taste. You got to be a little right. bit snobby. You got to like, right. you gotta, yeah, you have to you teach them to have taste. taste. I had no taste. No, eight. you don't have taste. But that's no. the thing. You have to teach them to, about the idea of having taste. My mom right. did not teach taste me about taste. Evolve. I also, I actually don't like it when children have taste. Like, <laughs> I, I think they should have like, you know, shitty taste and then come into taste on their own. Yes, exactly. You know, like 100%, I, 1 million percent agree with that. I feel in high school, so I don't feel like a loser. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Let's be clear. If, if you are still, if you are still standing, like if you're like, if everyone I listened to in high school are still the same people I listen to on a daily basis now. And they're like mm-hmm. the best music I've ever heard in my life. You've done mm-hmm. something wrong. Everyone has bad taste, and you evolve right. out of the bad taste into like good taste. <laughs> and right. you just have to learn the idea of having taste, and then let them do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, I, then it's I like, just they'll, they'll do it. I also I don't like the the idea of like like punk rock babies. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. they haven't earned that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I agree one hundred percent. Yeah, one million percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, they don't what, know what they're talking about. Yeah, what sort of anguish and class struggle have they? Come on, come to you at the age of five years old. Your dad brought you a T-shirt, and you like your dad, so yeah. you say you like this band, and that's exactly. Fine. Or basically, mm-hmm. your parents are using your chest as an extra billboard for their taste. Yeah. Yes. Oh, one hundred. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's what I, I don't agree with that either. It's like <laughs> yeah. if you want to buy a if your if your daughter's like I want to buy a Bon Jovi T-shirt, you let her. You're like absolutely. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, get the Bon yeah. Jovi T-shirt. I'm gonna laugh at you, but. <laughs> <laughs> My mom made fun of me for like all the music tastes that I had. Like she, I'd like make her put on like System of a Down and like the Car and like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and she would like laugh at me and she'd be like, "This music is bad." But yeah. and then and then like I'd be like, "Mom, shut up!" You know. Like, yeah. kind of but now it's so funny because she was totally right and like uh, it was it's great. Yeah, like yeah. I loved it. Yeah, That's <laughs> yeah I, I want to be confused and appalled by what she's into as a teenager. You know, That's awesome. I don't. 
necessarily want it to speak to me because if it's meaningful to her as like a dumb hormone-ridden teen, <laughs> it shouldn't mean anything to me. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Right. Yeah. Hell yeah. And also it like makes it cooler. Like whatever she likes, if her parents don't like it, it's like, oh, that's fucking exactly. Yeah, this is cutting edge. Truth. They don't get it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> speaking the truth. Is that what you felt about? I'm just imagining. So you said you like System of a Down. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lincoln Park. I love Lincoln Park. Of course you love Lincoln Park. I love, dude, all like that rap metal shit, like corn and like Limp Bizkit. Oh, and, like, my God. Yeah. You like corn? Yeah, yeah. dude. I, I had a corn poster above my oh, bed my until I was gosh. 18. <laughs> I was such a loser. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think I was any better. Like in high school, my boyfriend at the time was super into the Beatles, so I got super into the Beatles. Yeah, it was like, cool. this, is this really? I mean, that's cool, kind of, but it's like, is this speaking to me? <laughs> like, is right. this really yeah. representing my experience in suburban North Carolina? Not really. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I want to be a cool uncle, though. I gotta say, that's like my thing. Like, cause your uncle, it like your your uncle or your whatever some someone close to your family is the one who introduced you to cool shit and i want to be that guy for like all my friends kids yeah right. be like oh wow oh your parents listen to this shit they suck yo right <laughs> wait okay let's hypothetically mm-hmm. rohan you have a yeah. friend they have a kid that yeah. kid is 10 years old yeah what do you what do you tell this kid to listen to oh i'm gonna give him i'm gonna give him some this is a great question i haven't thought of this i haven't fully thought it out yet but you know you give them like a Wilco album to listen to. You give what? Them, like, you give them like a radio Wilco? album to listen to. <laughs> Do you want this child to be prematurely middle-aged? Yeah. <laughs> yes. A Wilco album? You give them you give them some classic rock. You give them some uh, you give them some you, you just get them into this. Okay, classic rock, fine. Wilco <laughs> is for when you're tired. Yeah, yeah. Wilco is for when you're tired. I agree. <laughs> Do we just introduce I'm trying to think what else? I would introduce them to like like uh to rap music too i'd put okay. i may put some yeah. rick ross on there i'd put some i'd go do some like lil wayne on there i put him put some eminem on there and be like hey you know this guy was when i was a kid he was, he was big. Huge. he's funny he's, he's a little bit outdated but he's funny right <laughs> you know like that kind of stuff uh i don't know but also like billy eilish and stuff i like billy eilish so you know put her I like, in there like three so songs like, oh, that, that, that were person. on the radio by I her. <laughs> I heard, I really like, you know who I like too? And this is like a Dua Lipa. She's great. <laughs> yeah, I've heard so many good things about Dua Lipa. And I'm like, sure. I don't, right. I mean, if she could be, she could be living in my apartment. I would not know. Who is this woman? I don't know what she looks like. I actually yeah. see her in your mirror right now. She- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, you know who I would definitely have on there? Heim. Do you guys listen to Heim? Oh yeah, everybody yeah, likes Heim. They're, they're, they're very good. Yeah. yeah, I heard them like uh, on NPR yesterday, like yeah. in an interview, and they were very—they seem very charming. Like yeah, nice, they're sisters, nice and they're girls. like yeah, they're very charming, and they're cute, mm-hmm. and it's like it's nice. All yeah. Right. But that's you know you, you you make that Spotify playlist for them like things that you like and then they're like whoa I never heard of this and then they do their own research and then yeah. they end up thinking the music that you initially sent them was bad but okay you know what like that's your journey yeah right projecting very far into the future right <laughs> I'm I am glad that you have this all thought out yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. thank you for answering I was like I'm happy that you answered my question I don't have an answer to it I was like if it's an angry kid. Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, <laughs> to I do. Like, yeah. listen Queens? to these yeah. guitar yeah. riffs and feel mm-hmm. better. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get them an instrument. I would want. I would want my kid to be playing an instrument. But if they don't want to play it, that's okay. But you know, you, right. try, you start. You try. You try to get yeah. them to play. Who yeah. knows? That's 
I've, I'd imagine it's very hard in New York to like raise a kid and then like have privacy for you to like learn and be bad at an instrument. Yeah, there, you know, there's no real like practice right. space or anything <laughs> like that. You know, there's not a garage or a basement no. they can go to or anything like that. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know how kids navigate that. Yeah, um, I don't yeah. I think that's why they do like, you know, clicks and cuts like bedroom, like, you know, like computer stuff because you can yeah. just put on your headphones. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. why. No, you're totally right. That That is definitely like with the advent of all that like technology and like Pro Tools and shit, like you can just be on your computer and make a great rock album without knowing how to play a new instrument. That said, I mean, I would love for her to like be in a band when she's a teenager. Yeah. Like, you know, I never had any musical talent whatsoever. So like, <laughs> you know, my contribution to the scene was never being in a band. Um, <laughs> but I think it's it's good just like to like, to learn camaraderie and to learn how to get along with people and to, you know, like, and I think learning an instrument is good just like for, for patience. Um, yeah. But yeah. yeah, so I I don't know. Maybe we'll soundproof her room. Yeah, no, no. My 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 girlfriend has like a electronic drum kit because she used to play the drums and she bought one. And then like it's in this other room, and so like I play it sometimes. And then I they hear like landlord sent a mass email to the building being like hey if you're playing like a musical instrument just like keep it down during the day because you know there are other people staying at home and i was like oh fuck (laughs) my bad yeah (laughs) sorry (laughs) so i can only play like on the weekend or like we like try to soundproof the room and stuff but i don't know it's not working but the the daycare that my daughter went to some band rented out the basement and practiced there like very loudly like and the poor owner this russian she's like i'm going to murder them all (laughs) Um, but we live above a pizzeria and there is like so we're on the second floor and then there's a floor above us it's another apartment but then like off the side of the building there's like a little stubby apartment that has a basement Mm -hmm. um and I think there's somebody running a business which may or may not be a weed dealership. Um, <laughs> they, like, there's the hell of weed coming out of there. Sure, but, yeah. but I know they have this little basin space, and I was like, that would probably like be a great place to practice if if totally. you know if there's ever a band. And I know it's probably soundproof because the previous owner of this building shot himself down there. Oh. Um, and Ooh, yep. like nobody came because they heard the gunshots. So. Yeah, damn. Okay. Yeah. So you know, it's it's been it's been means tested. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's been true. tested. That's, yeah, it's that is a good it's, test. And it's got a great music vibe. There's people smoking weed down there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's ghosts. It's, it's, like, yeah, oh, it's soundproof. God. Yeah. <laughs> you can just be yourself. You can yeah. you can experiment with with a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe don't stay down there too long. Yeah. Probably, <laughs> probably not. Yeah. It's like maybe yeah, supervised. Yeah. I don't know. So, so just checking up. Oh my You're god. Right. No man, yeah. Oh, I love this. Okay, so we are coming up on the hour, and how we end every episode is with final thoughts. So things you thought about, things you've reconsidered, things you just want listeners to know about you. I can start with mine. You've made having kids sound more fun than yeah. most people do. I will say, uh, not that they don't love their children, but the way that you described it, it's like, oh, this seems like a fun adventure where you learn about yourself and another person and this and that versus like a hellish uh, nightmare from which there is no escape where you are dragged down and all semblance of your past self has to be subjugated for the purpose of this uh, needy monster. So you, I'm just, wow, that's, that seems really nice. 
it's both. It's both. <laughs> 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 no, dude, it, it is both. But the best parents are always the ones who were like, had their own independent lives before they had kids. And they were like, I've, I have tried to be successful at whatever it is I like. I have these interests. I'm a real human being and having a child is not a part, is not like a validation of my existence. It's part of my existence, you know? Yes. And yeah. so like, those are always the best parents. So yeah. yeah. And it turns out people who are like at least a little bit reasonably happy or fulfilled kind of make better everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, 100%. Not to skew too dark at the end here, but you know, the pandemic parenting has been like a whole the whole thing and I was talking to my sister and I was like you know I've been so quick to anger and so like crabby and fractious and I just feel trapped all the time and I'm like this must have been what our mom felt like all the time every day <laughs> and she's like oh yeah you're, you're probably right <laughs> um you know because like I was lucky enough to, you know, I had my daughter when I was 35, you know, mm -hmm. and I was, and I had already like gotten to do a lot of the things that I wanted to, it's yep. not like I was done, but it's like, you know, sure. I'm like I could sort of integrate her into my life in a totally different way. And I mean, my sister had her first kid when she was 17, but in a way she just kind of like rolled on living her life. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Um, so, I mean, we both had experiences that were not like what our mom got to do, you yeah. know, and I think that that helped both of us in very different ways. And yeah, I mean, I don't know, because I don't, obviously, I don't have any dating advice, because this is something wrong. <laughs> no, um, it's okay. But I think that the, um, the thing that makes me feel luckiest in terms of my relationship is that we, like, legitimately and honestly like each other. And I think that's the most important thing. <laughs> I, yeah. I like, we love each other, but also like, I think he's cool. Like I'd want to <laughs> hang out with him even if we weren't married. That's yeah. great. After 16 yeah. years together, that's, that's yeah. huge. To yeah. Me. That's, yeah. That's like, that's awesome. That's awesome <laughs> that you, you feel that way about your husband and like, just be able to, to continue to like maintain that over such a long period of time is so important. And like you have, yeah. dude, tr truly. Hopefully, I haven't jinxed anything by saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's right. It's like someone you want to hang out with, someone that you like respect. Like mm. I can't, like I can't imagine being with someone whose like opinion I don't respect, or like being with yeah. somebody who's just like, ah, mm. oh, you're like so fucking stupid. Like, like, <laughs> like if I've ever, if I've ever said that about you, and it has nothing to do with like, you know, like. I don't know. Just like, you know, oh, this is a dumb show that I like. like I don't give a shit about that. It's like, yeah. oh, you're so stupid for liking it. But if it's just like an actual dumb opinion, it's just like, I can't be with you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't like be with somebody who just isn't thoughtful. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You know, like who I don't like as a person. Yeah. Like if you went up married to an anti-xer, it's like, you know, like oh. what have you done? <laughs> right. Oh, or yeah. just like, man, I've seen, I see like couples where it's just like one of like, it's either the guy or the girl. One of them is like, just like incredibly attractive. And the other one is like also attractive, but just not as attractive as the other person. And the attractive person just says dumb shit. And they act stupid and they like mm -hmm. make a fool out of themselves in public. Like so, and then you just have to be there and you're just like, ah, yeah. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> wow. Huh? How she's hot yeah. though. And, or like, right. or like he's hot though. And it's like, bro. That is an advantage of being older is like it's like less and less matters. <laughs> like yeah. like the whole hotness factor, like we're just 
old and disgusting <laughs> and stuck with each other. Yeah. So yeah. Like, <laughs> if we can still have fun with each other, that's like the important thing. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, that's yeah. Man, you're painting a good picture of the future. I, yeah, I love real. it. <laughs> yeah. Thank for you. Real. Wait, Rohan, what was your final thought? My final thought is uh, I love Emily Emily not having like a big wedding like in a backyard at Greenpoint and I would like to continue to be. This is part of his agenda okay yeah. Emily I want you to know that okay. yes he's agreeing with you but this is part of a long-standing yeah. anti-wedding agenda yeah, that I'm Rohan -wedding. has. I'm, the, I'm against the wedding industrial complex. I know? support that agenda. Yeah exactly <laughs> hell yeah I don't want to get into wedding debt. There are people who are in wedding debt can you believe that okay. shit? Okay no Ugh. no one wants wedding debt. No but, but you know like yeah. I'm into having a small intimate ceremony and I'm also into having a huge dance party and set up an actual reception you know yes okay. like where yes. you just you can have food if there if you want but it's mostly like if you want to do molly before my reception go nuts, right baby. <laughs> yeah do it. i love well, it you don't even when, have to say hi to me just be there enjoy yourself you know when your wedding could have been a down payment on a house yeah yeah so fucking, like, yeah that yeah. fucking blows mm -hmm. so no have it in your backyard and then have a big dance party that's my that's my wedding that's my final thought yeah okay. so listeners if you hate that uh, write a review and say that you hate yeah. it, but give us You can write anyway. to loveabouttownpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com gmail to right. tell Rohan that he is wrong about weddings, uh, <laughs> that it's fun, and that you get presents, and it's not bad. <laughs> I've never done it, not close to doing it, but don't rain on my parade, Rohan, don't <laughs> do it, okay? <laughs> Emily, where can people find you on the internet? What, anything you want to promote? Um, yes, my website is emilyflake.com. I'm on Twitter um, at emilyflake. I'm on Instagram at eflakeagogo. Um, and I'm starting a writing residency for lady or lady identified humor writers um, in Pennsylvania. So okay. I'm going to be talking about that a lot in the next year as we get that Hell together. Yeah. Um, That's so cool. And uh, no, I hope, I hope I don't fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds great. Uh, uh, I, I hope it will be. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't follow Emily already, you need to. Your Twitter yeah. is great. I love following you. I love interacting with you online. It's it just makes me so happy. Yeah, Rohan, yeah at, at Rohan Pajay, cool guy on Instagram. I am Rohan, cool guy on Twitter. Uh, like like and rate the pod and like leave us nice reviews and write us emails. Uh, loveabouttownpodcast at gmail .com. And uh, we will answer them if we get any good ones. If your yeah. question is Honestly, like, oh, if we what? get any at all, um, we get... we're, <laughs> we're not particularly picky. I don't know why you need to pretend as though we're like <laughs> very yeah, discerning in which ones we're going to answer. We'll answer all Love About you. Town Podcast at gmail.com. Write us questions, rate and review the podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Kenise Mobley on all the platforms. You can check me out my show, Make Yourself Cry, which is a show where people try to. They show me what makes them cry. We see if I cry. You know, we all get emotionally better and deeper as people. It's a, it's a good time. Check it out. So, yeah, this has been Love About Town. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening, Yay. everyone. Bye. Bye.